Some stations give you cards. Some stations give you cash. But this station is going to give you an unlimited appetite. Just in time for Thanksgiving. That's right. We'll fix it so you can eat as much as you want by making you believe it. Binge and purge. Just be the third caller when you hear this sound. And we'll send our overnight guy to your house Thanksgiving Day after you've eaten to stick his finger down your throat. Once you've tossed your cookies, you'll be able to start in all over again. Porkorama. Just imagine. You can puke and pork all night long. Thanks to our overnight guy's magic index finger. This station assumes no responsibility. Oh my God, what have we done? This is absolutely the worst promotion we've ever come up with, and I personally accept no responsibility. In fact, I just might quit. Well, maybe not. We got a finger with your name on it. People listening who win. This is the most disgusting program. Yes. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Okay. The Brit Summer Show. Let's start the fun. Turn the jingles on. Emily Murphy, administrator of the GSA. She's still refusing to greenlight the Biden transition. That child hasn't missed many vats of macaroni and cheese. Holy cow, is she fat. Why, that girl needs a shoehorn to get into her car. You want to sketch a picture of a typical female Trump supporter? A, a Trump lickspittle? That's Emily Murphy. And Emily, this is for you, fatso. I got a gal who's mighty sweet, big blue eyes and tiny feet. Her name is Rosabelle McGee, and she tips the scales at 303-O-G. But ain't it grand to have a gal so big and fat that when you go to hug her, you don't know where you're at. You have to take a piece of chalk in your hand and hug away some chalk a mark to see where you began one day. I was a hugging and a chalking and a chalking and a hugging away when I met another fellow with some chalk in his hand. A coming around the other way over the mountain. A coming around the other way. So big and fat that when you go to hug her You don't know where you're at You have to take a piece of chalk in your hand And hug a bit and chalk a mark To see where you began One day I was a-hugging and a-chalking And a-begging her to be my bride When I met another fellow With some chalk in his hand A-coming around the other side Over the mountain A-coming around the other side My wide Chalking up the mark down in Yellowstone Park When I met another fellow with some chalk in his hand Coming around the other side Over the mountain, over the great divide Yeah, not a sub, not a wedge, but a hoagie Carmichael Welcome everyone to the Brit Summer Show on 95.3, 96.9, 103 and I want to kick the show off with uh, an embarrassing moment I had <laughs> past week. I don't normally do this, but I was on the road and I was starving. So I saw a Burger King and <laughs> really, I dated myself. I, I want to start off the show light because <laughs> so I saw Burger King. I pulled in and I ordered a Whopper and a Whaler. Now, the kid on the 
speakers. Excuse me, what was that? A whale? And then it occurred to me. That's how long it's been since I've been to a Burger King. Uh, they don't have whalers anymore. It's called the Big Fish. I guess part of the, the dumbed down because uh, rather than giving it a name, uh, they call it a, a Big Fish because that's what it is, a Big Fish sandwich. And uh, I took the trouble of looking up the whaler. And believe it or not, there is a, uh, a page on Wikipedia for the Burger King uh, fish sandwich. Uh, as it turns out, they have not called it the whaler since 2005. <laughs> oh, I embarrassed myself. Well, that should give you an idea how often I go to Burger King. I should have asked him for a yumbo. What word did you say? So what's the latest with the Florida COVID update? Florida coronavirus update. Just this. And just to give you an idea of what kind of <laughs> astounding moron that is a governor of this state. And it's you would think this is a local story, but there's no more local stories in Florida. And I say that for a reason, because my international audience has grown uh, for some unexplained reason. But it's uh, I'm looking at the stats uh, from my uh, SoundCloud thing. <laughs> Holy cow. Hey, Dublin, Ireland. I'm big in Ireland. More on that later in the show. <laughs> Go figure. But OK, I welcome all of Dublin. I welcome all of Ireland to listening to my little tiny show out of South Florida. But what we have here is a uh, Trump lickspittle, uh, pathetic, chubby little uh, governor who, uh, by the way, he, he still hasn't found a suit that fits him. He doesn't believe in tailored suits. My guess is he doesn't want any Jews to touch him. But this guy, he's, he's not just a lickspittle. He's not just a sycophant. He's actually copying uh, Trump's mannerisms when he speaks, he, he you know does the flat hands out like uh, I've never seen anybody speak like that <laughs> till Trump. And, and DeSantis is doing that. Uh, he's also uh, w when he sits for an interview, he sits at the edge of the chair like he's taking a crap like Trump does with his fat little body. And we're stuck with this guy for two years. But to make matters worse. There, are, there isn't any accurate data regarding the uh, coronavirus in Florida. Our death tolls are manipulated. Our cases are manipulated. And when you hear about it spiking throughout the rest of the Midwest of this country, uh, those are more accurate results than uh, you'll get here. Because they're totally inaccurate uh, by order of this uh, little Trump lickspittle DeSantis who I'm certain the uh, villages are very happy. The three county-wide retirement villages up in the north part of the state who uh, really celebrate this moron, this afterbirth. Well, here's the latest for the Florida Corona update. Ron DeSantis hired... <laughs> Ron DeSantis needed to hire a data analyst for COVID. So his staff picked a little-known Ohio sports blogger, and Uber driver whose only relevant experience is spreading harmful conspiracy theories about COVID-19 on the internet. Now, this story is from the uh, Tampa, Gay Time, I mean, Tampa Bay Times. In his own words, Kyle Lamb has few qualifications for the job at the state's Office of Policy and Budget. First of all, this guy lives in, he was living in Ohio. <laughs> and they hire him for the Office of Policy and Budget which pays $40,000 a year. I bet this bum never saw that kind of money in his life. Quote, fact is, I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor, epidemiologist, virologist, or scientist. Lamb, who lives in Columbus, Ohio, wrote on a website for subscribers. Uh, oh, no, and he's got a podcast. Yeah. Uh, I also don't need to be. Experts don't have all the answers. And we've learned that the hard way, yeah. Plucked from the obscurity of the blogosphere, dude. Uh, Lamb, 
broadcasts his lack of scientific training and his theories about the pandemic. In frequent posts on Twitter and sports message boards, Lamb said, masks don't prevent the coronavirus from, well, for Christ's sake. Lockdowns are ineffective. Hydroxychloroquine, a drug touted by Trump, can treat the virus. Yeah, oh yeah, how's that been going? <sighs> Have you guzzled bleach lately, Kyle? It's part of the Chinese bio-war. It's not more deadly than the flu, and that the virus isn't dangerous for children. Listen to this. I have no qualms about being a sports guy. Moonlighting as a COVID-19 analyst. On November 6th, he tweeted that he officially accepted an offer to go to work for Governor Ron DeSantis, doing data analysis on several fronts, including but not limited to COVID-19 research and other projects. Sports writers from Ohio were floored. The governor would hire Lamb for any position, calling the blogger unhinged, a crackpot, and an amateur basement epidemiologist in interviews with the Miami Herald. None of that stopped DeSantis, who has downplayed the virus's severity and rolled back restrictions that epidemiologists say help keep people safe. Late last month, someone at the Capitol at Florida leaked COVID-19 death certificates to a blogger at a website where Lamb frequently writes. Even as the Florida Department of Health won't release the same public records to academics and journalists. Kyle Lamb's colleague, Jennifer Cabrera, used the records to write a post that falsely suggested the health department was overcounting the number of COVID-19 deaths. Overcounting? DeSantis is telling hospitals not to even write that down as a cause of death. Pneumonia is what he demanded they write. Others who know Lamb from Ohio express shock that he'll now work for the governor of the nation's third biggest state. Do not trust Kyle Lamb. Do not take him seriously as an amateur who likes to badmouth science, said Ryan Donnelly, who worked with Lamb at an Ohio sports website in 2018. He has no idea what he's doing. He is a rank conspiracy theorist who loves the attention. I was absolutely stunned when he got hired to work at the State House, said DJ Burns, former Ohio sports blogger and Democratic candidate for a seat in Ohio State Legislature who clashed with Lamb on social media. They hired him for what? To sweep the stairs? Because that's all he's qualified to do. <laughs> oh, this is just unbelievable. Welcome to Florida, boys and girls. And I'll, I'll remind you that DeSantis got in there by a fraction of a half of a fraction of a little, or as Bernie Sanders would say, 10% of a fraction of a vote uh, just to, to be governor because the villagers put him in there. They put his fat ass in the governor's seat. That's what we have here, a moron. What are you going to do, Ron? Trump's gone no matter what you say or no matter what your right-wing conspiracists say or no matter what Rudy Giuliani says in front of the porn shop. He's gone. Come January 20th, who are you going to super glue your lips to uh, after that? What are you going to do, Ron? You won't have your orange daddy to put your tongue up his ass anymore. What are you going to do? Who are you going to latch on to? Lindsey Graham? Oh, I'm sure he'll like your tongue up his ass. You two are peas in a pod. You got to have a big daddy. You got to have a strong daddy. Someone powerful you can latch on to. Well, he's going to be gone, Ronnie. Now what are you going to do? Who, who are you going to be a big fan of? Uh, Alex Jones? I will eat your ass. Who's next in your list of big stars to latch on to? You pathetic, chubby little turd. Charges of neglectful homicide should be brought up against Ron DeSantis as, as soon as Trump's out of office. Now, I know this state is solid Republican, but we have we have to get rid of him some way. We have to bring him up on charges of homicidal negligence or just initiate a recall effort and get rid of this fat Trump sycophant. He's got to go. He's got to let him follow his daddy to whatever country he can't be extradited from. Let him follow him there. Get out of here, Ron. You're a turd. You're a, you're, you're a murderer like your boyfriend. Ron DeSantis. I would say you're a disgrace, but Trump says that word all the time. He's a disgrace. He's a disgrace. I won. 
I won the election. Me, me, I won. <laughs> now, what all that said about uh, the Satan, I have to say that in the area where I live, uh, everybody's wearing masks. There's no mandate. This is a wide open state. Nobody cares who dies. But people aren't taking any chances. They're still wearing masks. I wear my mask, gloves, and goggles when I go out. But I still see everybody taking proper precautions. And to their credit, business owners here are not letting people into their establishments without a mask on. And that's without any laws or rules or anything, a wide open state. So I got to say, that's pretty remarkable for flawed duh. Especially when you got a murderer for a, a governor. But, but, <laughs> on one hand, it's nice to see a lot of people know that our governor is a moron. But it's also discouraging to see how stupid people can be. With the coronavirus spiking all over the country, and we don't know what's going on here, we can only assume it's spiking here too, <laughs> people are creating paper shortages again, again. Well, what is it with everybody? What's wrong with you? What, what does toilet paper and paper towels have to do with the coronavirus? I mean, they did this before. They wiped out the stores with toilet paper and paper towels. Did that help prevent the, the virus from spreading? No. No, it did not. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a hurricane. A coronavirus won't make the power go off. <laughs> what kind of mentality is this? Yeah, the shelves are bare of paper towels and toilet paper. As if, as if... That's got something to do with it. And why is there a shortage? Because they're creating one. There wasn't. I just bought paper towels a, a couple of weeks ago. They were on sale. There was plenty around. <clears throat> but now they're all gone. And once they're gone, you know what else will be nice? You know what will be great to see? And, and let me tell you something right now. If the Democrats don't do this after Biden gets in office, if they don't follow through, on prosecuting this criminal cabal, uh, DeSantis included. All of these criminals, uh, Lindsey Graham, who just put his foot in it this week. Oh, uh, yeah, the uh, chairman of the Senate Judicial Committee. Oh, he's going to be indicted if we have, let's say, Adam Schiff for AG. Any of them. He's going to be indicted on attempt to commit election fraud. If you haven't heard it already... He's been placing calls to Georgia, asking the Secretary of State to uh, throw away the votes. Lindsey Graham, mama, mama, oh. Hi, this is Lindsey Graham. Say, why don't you just kind of kick some of those votes to the side? You ain't going to need any of them votes. Why don't you just, uh, you know, let them fall into the waste paper basket? How about throwing some of them into the dumpster? Or do like they did in South Florida and load them into the trunk of a sheriff's car and dump them into the bay. How about that? Now, he called Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, or the way Giuliani would say it, Brad Raffensperger, to throw away the votes. Now, I don't feel bad for him because that's the same guy who tried to suppress the vote in the first place, Raffensperger. With the long lines, the 11-hour wait lines in, in uh, Georgia and Atlanta, in the, in the black areas. Oh, yeah. He did his best to suppress the vote, but he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. And now, that boomeranged on his white pasty ass. Now, didn't it? Because they are recounting the votes. And with the eyes of the world upon him, he's actually doing it correctly. He's doing it according to the law. But now he's getting death threats from his own people. Oh, yeah. He's getting uh, uh, death threats from Republicans. This Republican is getting death threats from Republicans. And that's kind of nice to see when they eat themselves. Brad. Burger. But he told uh, Lindsay to cox a hoist. First of all, 
Why is a senator from South Carolina asking a secretary of state from Georgia to throw an election? What business is it of his, and why isn't he brought up on charges? And and you know something? Maybe he will. Because like I said, if the Democrats do not follow through on prosecuting these criminals after Biden takes office, I'm going to go NPA. Sorry. I'm going no party affiliation. Uh Uh-uh. Because they did it twice before. Uh, Obama. Well, uh, let's think about the future. Uh, Pelosi. Well, everything's off the table. I don't want that with the Biden administration. Too much damage has been done. Too many people have died. We can't afford that little uh, mincing, uh, nuanced politicking. Don't do that. No. If you do that, Democratic Party, I'm out. I'm out. I may be a trans woman, but I'm not a weakling. I have a really strong spine like Joe Buck. (laughs) Look that one up. Well, here you go, Lindsay. Special just for you. The Honorable Lindsey Graham, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee and somehow still senator of North Carolina. And something else, Lindsay, I don't know why I'd have any aversion to spending time in the federal tombs. You'll find a lot of boyfriends in there. Here you go, Lindsay. <laughs> he went away and you hung around and bothered me every night. I wouldn't go out with you. He said some things that just weren't very nice. My boyfriend's back and you're gonna be in trouble. Summer show, yeah, that's uh, that's for uh, lovely little Lindsey Graham who should be in a federal prison somewhere. Say, I've got some uh, what could be some uh, promising news. I may have made some headway. I'm broadening understanding about broadcast media. I'm going to have a chance to speak before a, another Democratic club. Now, this is what I was doing uh, over a year ago <clears throat> to different Democratic clubs across the state because uh, this is a uh, a passion of mine, and it's something I really believe in. And, and as a result of this last presidential election, you can see what I am saying is right. And it's not often I'm right about something, but I'm right about this. And all I want to accomplish in my life is to get the point across that broadcast media 
No matter how irrelevant you may think it is, it's still a driving force in politics. And the Democrats will continue to get their asses kicked roundly by the Republicans if nothing isn't done on the side of the Democrats. And I'm trying to get that message across. It's not easy, <clears throat> not because uh, they can't comprehend what I'm saying. Oh, a lot of them can't, but they're just bored by it. They just don't see any interest in it. As opposed to the Republican Party, which, wow, wow, they've got think tanks on it. They've got billion, billions of dollars being invested in it. Uh, Democrats are like, eh, that's foolishness. But I'm going to be speaking uh, next month and uh, hopefully more after that. I'm going to drive this point home. Uh, it's going to be my mission in life. And, that's, and then I'm going to just sit back and go, eh, whatever. But that's what I care about right now because I know that's what's wrong with this country. It all goes back to broadcast media. Well, what's driving them to do such things like carry guns in a, in a state capitol building? Why are they doing it? Broadcast media. Unchecked. Unchallenged. And for anyone interested in the power of right-wing media... There are COVID victims right now in the Midwest dying of COVID who refuse to believe they have COVID, insisting that it is still a hoax and that they're dying of something else. That is the power of right-wing media. And the Democrats, <clears throat> they don't care. No. And quite frankly, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if my presentation gets canceled or postponed like it happened to me before because they're not interested in a topic they don't want to know but when the book is written about me i want this to be in there i stood for two things transgender rights and how the first amendment is being robbed from us by the lack of interest and most of all laziness of the democratic party now getting back to dublin ireland <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like I'm looking at my stats, which I, you know, I'm amused by that now and then. Uh, and, I, and I'm not going to read them to you now, but I did a few shows back. I went over my uh, SoundCloud listener stats, which I guess you could call it a rating system, if anything like that even exists anymore. Uh, but I used to have my GoDaddy stats were, were very accurate, and then GoDaddy took them away. But not SoundCloud. So far, they're still there. And if they take them away, I'm going to uh, make a few phone calls or uh, write some nasty, uh, tersely worded letters. But they're there. So uh, I just couldn't help but notice the enormous increase in listenership that I have in Ireland. <laughs> and I'm, I'm only laughing because when do I even ever talk about Ireland? I mean, okay, granted, last week I referred to the Lickspittle Trump cultists the hillbilly the uh, beer belly militia uh as a shanty irish well <laughs> uh it's not just irish it's shanty irish in other words these people have no real heritage uh, no real background and if they did they wouldn't care to know about it uh they'll be happy to hear it on the radio what they are and they'll believe it uh, uh, whatever you say, Rush. Whatever you say, Sean. Whatever you say, Levin. That's the shanty Irish I'm talking about. The dirty white trash that uh, when you watch your local news stations that follow police blotters for their newscasts at uh, 5, 6, 7, and 11. When you, when you watch that, it's usually shanty Irish. Somebody beating their wife. Like, like uh, cops. It was always shanty Irish on cops, uh, beating on their wives and stuff. Some <laughs> I had a wife beater t-shirt, some skinny crackhead. Well, that's what I was referring to. But Ireland itself, I got no problem with that. And I'm really happy that you're tuning into the show. I welcome all of you, and thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I can't get over the uh, increase. So in, in, in honor of that, I'll be playing some Irish roulette. Even though it's not St. Patty's Day, which I usually do that, I'll be uh, playing that as a token of my esteem to all my new listeners in Dublin, Ireland. And, oh, and by the way, I'd like to hear from you. Uh, if you go to my website, you can email me there. Uh, you can maybe clue me in on what's going on over there and why all of a sudden the show is such a hit. 
because I'd like to know. I don't have a publicist to tell me. Hey, this is the time of year when everyone's a wee bit Irish. Say, Colleen, would you be wanting to come over to my place to help me uh, wax my shillelagh? Oh, now that I would, Michael Patrick, if you be wearing the green. I know, there's a smart lassie. She's making sure her laddie's wearing the Kelly Green protection of leprechauns. Don't be wishing on a four-leaf clover or falling for the gift of gab. Especially if you're planning on kissing some blarney stones or what have you. Be doubling your protection with leprechauns. They're strong enough for a man. But I like them too. So, catch yourself a leprechaun and you won't be catching anything else. Have fun, good times, where the action is... It's the Brit Summers Show. Hi, Vay. That was a great show, Bruce. Thanks, man. But to be honest with you, you stink. What? Way faith in me, got a lad. After 72 cities in four hours a night, don't you think it's about time you had yourself a shower? Uh, yeah. Okay. And I've got just the soap for you. New Irish Springsteen. It's the boss of deodorant soaps. Strong enough for a sweaty roadie. But I like it too. Clean in the USA. Irish Springsteen. Now you won't be smelling like New Jersey anymore. You've been listening to part one of the Brit Summer Show being broadcast to you all across South Florida. Well, not really. From uh, Palm Beaches to uh, North Broward, actually, which is a pretty good swath of uh, listeners. I, I said swath. And isn't it a shame, because I was talking about DeSantis, about this moron that DeSantis hired, who lives in Ohio, to be an analyst for uh, our COVID problem here. Isn't it a shame that I'm the one, I'm the only one on the air talking about that? I mean, I'm certain you'll hear on the right wing stations like WIOD, uh, praise for hiring a Ohio resident to be a uh, analyst for the Florida coronavirus problem. Well, not to mention, uh, you know, it just occurred to me, most of the retirees in the villages are from Ohio or from the Midwest, Illinois, around there. Very few New Yorkers. The New Yorkers, we got them down here. Oi! West coast of Florida, that's Vagoyam, and that's where they live. So I guess he was uh, playing to his uh, old fart base in the villages to just get some Uber driver punk out of uh, Ohio to do that. Uh, but what I'm driving at is it's very sad that I'm the, it's on me to say it on the air what's going on in this state here that we don't have other voices other voices that quite frankly I'd rather be listening to <laughs> why do I have to do all the work around here but thanks for tuning in there's more on the other side plus uh, a tip of me hat to all of my new listeners out of Dublin, Ireland and now that you are listening to this show, I know you're going to be doubling your pleasure. Everybody on the ground, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you again. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm out of town next week, so uh, be a couple more weeks. And I'll be back right here on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470. WWNN. Thanks. For Thanksgiving, the slaughter and disease You made our women bleed And screwed us out of Manhattan For a crappy string of beads Yes, thank you, white man Thanks for Thanksgiving The trail of tears we leave From your sadistic greed So nosh on your turkey I hope you choke on the beak And thank you White man, you schmuck. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. Hi, this is Britt Summers, here to tell you about Feeding South Florida. It's Florida's leading domestic hunger relief organization, the largest and most efficient food bank serving Palm Beach, Broward, Miami-Dade, and Monroe counties. 
Feeding South Florida has distributed nearly 51 million meals to over 700,000 individuals, including children and older adults over the past year. And since our COVID-19 response began, Feeding South Florida has hosted over 250 drive through food distributions. Feeding South Florida has partnered with Amazon.com to deliver meal boxes to homebound older adults in Palm Beach, Broward, and Miami-Dade counties. If you're able to, please donate today at FeedingSouthFlorida.org. And thank you for your support. That's FeedingSouthFlorida.org. And now, Morrow Fritz Summit. Real excellence in broadcasting. Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show.com. Presents the sweet sound of success. Good tune, voted best. The number one tune this week. For all my new friends and listeners in Dublin, Ireland. We'll be coming down Fifth Avenue upon St. Patty's Day. A great day for the Irish all across the USA. But Pigora, what is this I hear? This cry and ballyhoo. There's a bunch of queers again this year who say that Irish too. Oh, God loves the Irish, unless of course you're gay. If you are, you won't be marching upon St. Patty's Day. You can be a bum, a bucket of scum, sure, and that's okay. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. The order of Hibernians, those eminences grey, have delivered this pronouncement upon the blessed day. Sure, a little bit of heaven fell and nestled in the sea. But you're going straight to hell for homosexuality. Oh, God loves the Irish, unless of course you're gay. That was their pronouncement as the pipes begin to play. You can be a con, a mafia, Don. God loves you anyway. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. No. O L E S B I A N and S spells lesbians. Choose another women for to mate with. Devil a man can never get a date with. L E S B I A N and S we say. It's a shame that these dames want to come out and march with us lesbians. No way. But just ask Cardinal O'Connor. He's sure to set you straight. It's boils like the Kennedys that made this country great. We don't allow no Peter Pan the wedding of the green. And when we say up the Irish, boys, that isn't what we mean. No. Oh, God loves the Irish as long as men are men. Except perhaps the leprechauns, we've never been sure of them. You can be stinking drunk and hurling chunks, we'll laugh it all away. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. No, you can't be Irish if you're gay. Don't even try being Irish if you're gay. Yeah, you're doubling your pleasure with the Brit Summer Show on SkyhawkRadio.com, FYINation.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes, Patreon. And, of course, the ever-venerable SoFlo channel, which I thank all the new listeners on there as well. By the way, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't remind you that the donate button, <laughs> my sole source of income, is uh, right there in the front of my website, thebritsummershow.com. And uh, I'm very grateful for everybody who has clicked upon the donate button. Thank you. But as always, I have to... Give a tip of my thing to the underwriter of this show who keeps it running and keeps it going on, Ernie. Oh, we love you. Thank you, Ernie. You know, all of the uh, vaccines that are uh, supposedly coming out, I, I, Biden's team is right. Do you trust him? I mean, we've got um, Pfizer with their 90, 95, was it? 90% effectiveness, and then you know, we just had Moderna announced they have one with 95% effectiveness. Uh, I'd like to know against which strain, or, or are they all the strains? Nobody's mentioning that. But I learned this week that um, a major contributor to the research being done by Moderna was <laughs> Dolly Parton. Thank you, Dolly. I mean, 
I never had a problem with Dolly Parton. I mean, I was never. I, I've always hated country music. <laughs> Albeit, uh, my first radio job was a country station, and the the radio station I worked at played Dolly Parton. I had to play Dolly Parton, but but none of her pop hits. Just her, uh, you know, corn pone. Sad uh, hillbilly at the end of the bar, uh, swigging a beer stuff. That uh, that's what I was forced to play. But she had hit songs. I I just wasn't allowed to play them. <laughs> as far as a performer, she's good, and i you know it's just not my thing. But I never I never had any problem with Dolly Parton. Uh, I don't know which way she leans politically, but it can only be guessed that if she's going to try to help find a cure, she's going to contribute millions of dollars to help. Well, my guess is she may not be a Republican. I don't know. It's not, that's nothing a Republican would want to heal people, to get people well. It's, and these days, it's hardly an act of Christianity because, you know, Christians say, You will all die. So I don't know. She's just a good person. I'll give her that. Okay. But as far as her uh, tunes go, I, I, I never, I mean, her, you know, nine to five, uh, here you go again. You know, those were pop hits. They were, they were all right. Um, but I had to play her, uh, sad, uh, country songs. Uh, I remember the one I had to play the most back then we had, a, we had a playlist and it was, by the way, it was WCCF in prestigious Punta Gorda, Florida. That was my first radio job. And still on the air, but I, it's probably the same thing. You know, Rush, Hannity, Levin. Rush, Hannity, Levin. Rush, Hannity, Levin. Probably the same crap. Uh, not that I miss their old format at all. But the song that they wanted me to play the most, on the top of their most played list, I mean, I had to play it twice an hour. Twice an hour. It was this one right here. By Dickie Lee, who at one time in the early 60s had a pop hit. And I'm going to get, I'll tell you more about that in a moment. But he was known then as Little Dickie Lee. But he's all grown up here and his name, his name was Dickie Lee. I'm not going to play the whole song, so bear with me. Sun didn't shine this morning. It's been raining the whole day through. Suddenly, without warning, you found somebody new. When the first tear came Falling from my eyes I'm beginning to feel the pain Seeing nothing but cloudy skies Got 999999 tears to go And then I don't know if I'll be over you Oh, the torture's still with me. It still tortures me. If you had to sit there and play this twice an hour every day. Oh, and, and you know something? Mentally, I completely forgot about it until now. play that song and any of the uh neely regulars out there that are listening you might <laughs> find this interesting because i told neil this story back when i i did this uh, upcoming uh, comedy bit and that's because in the mid 90s uh the drug fen fen which was uh fenfluramine and uh fentermine or uh and they they put them together and i called it fen fen and it was legal in the 90s. And there was this bitch that brokered time on the radio station 
to go on the air and hawk this uh, deadly drug, a diet drug. The idea was you take it, you lose weight. Okay, well, you did lose weight. It was guaranteed because you were dead and you couldn't gain any more weight after that because this stuff, it would uh, make your heart valves uh, collapse or something. You take Fenfen and you die. It was just like that. Well, this, <laughs> this woman, she went on the air under the name of Linda Energy. Okay, yeah, and uh, she had a. She said she had a husband that endorsed this fine uh, weight loss product, <laughs> and his name was a period physician. Okay, following me so far, and uh, Neil went off on her. She, she's pretty much just making people die to sell a killer drug. Since then. They've been sued out of existence, and uh, it's no longer legal. And if you are buying it on the black market, good luck to you, because, oh, yeah, you're going to (laughs) die. It will kill you. And I'm certain it's still being made in China or something like that, or India. But it was legal in the 90s, and this woman was pitching it for an hour, I think on the weekends or something, on WIOD. And not just Neil, but pretty much uh, all the air talent were co- was calling her out for being a you know a pusher of a killer drug. But the station, went, she was paying for the airtime, so the station went, sure, they didn't care. <laughs> so there's the backstory. And listen, all the uh, Neelys out there, I know you know it already, but I had to give a backstory because if I played this bit, no one would understand it. But now you know how the idea for this comedy bit came about. Uh, back in 96, 97, and where the song came from. I doubt there's even a, a, oh, maybe there is now, but I doubt there's even a karaoke of this. <laughs> but just to give you a more thorough background, that was Dickie Lee with his uh, country hit, 999 Tears, I don't even want to say it anymore. But when he was little Dickie Lee, <laughs> he... Uh, he had a minor hit called I Saw Linda Yesterday. And I'll play this for you now so you'll understand completely what the comedy bit was about. In 1962, yeah, back in the day when the Boom Diata songs, any piano player would know, these are all Boom Diata hits. Nice didn't seem so long no more. Ain't one man like it was before. Just when I thought I was really okay. I saw Linda yesterday, my heart That's, that is the uh, edited version of the original song by Little Dickie Lee, as opposed to the older Dickie Lee, uh, with that other song I played earlier. And, and the funniest part to me was that Neil knew of this song. It was like uh, number 50 on the top 20 of Billboard. Here's Little Dickie Lee from 1962. No, actually, it's me. She said I was too obese. She's got me hooked on these I got them from Linda Energy My pulse is up, down My head's spinning around and round Haven't slept for three days now Some weight program, give me a break How many drugs do I have to take? My hair's falling out and it's been hard to pee Since I saw Linda Energy Know that my heart's been going wild Feels like I wanna die Chills that kill and constipation Not to mention hypertension She's out peddling drugs 
drugs all day That dropped some weight but ruined your brain Her doctor husband says it's okay A physician is his name My pulse is up, down My head's spinning around and round Haven't slept for three days now a nice little diversion from the usual risk-cutting misery that we talk about in this show. What do you mean we talk about? I'm, I'm the only one talking here. This is the Brit Summer Show, and I just wanted to say that because I have to do this disclaimer, this is a pre-recorded program, and uh, everything I say is irrelevant by the time you hear this. So uh, just to cover my shapely ass... When it comes to the <laughs> enormous ass of Emily Murphy. That fucking bitch. In between the time you hear this show, I mean, should it happen? Right now, I don't think it's gonna. Uh, they're gonna have to pull him out with the jaws of life. But I don't, if she does green light the uh, Joe Biden transition. Oh, that's right. It's Transgender Visibility Day. Here I am. I know it's audio, but you know what I look like. Anyway. <laughs> Should she greenlight it? I mean, after all the well-deserved trashing I've been given that fat bitch, uh, if she should uh, go ahead and sign the necessary documentation to make it possible for Biden's transition team to get in there and uh, disinfect the White House, I do not apologize. No. No, Emily, you have done too much damage to this country as it is, and you have caused the deaths of too many people. You good, fat little Christian, you. So what I have to say about Emily Mifey stands. And I'm going to I'm gonna keep on saying it until she's out of there, until she finds a job as a new planet for NASA or something, or she goes to the beach and rents shade. Wow, that's fat. That's fat. Am I fat shaming? Yes, I am. Yes. And if anybody is a target for fat shaming, it's that Trump lick spittle bitch there. And another thing. What is it with Republican women who refuse to wash their hair? I mean, you know, being fat is one thing. She can have all the excuses in the world. Oh, it's a thyroid thing or she has an eating disorder or whatever it is, that's no excuse for being a all-around pig for not washing your hair. And what a Republican women, with the exception of Kaylee Macanacanacanacanacanini, uh, she gets her hair quaffed. But for the most part, you look at Republican women, they've got dirty, smelly hair. What do they care what they smell like? I know their boyfriends or their husbands don't care. They're just lucky they're getting any. Well, what would happen if Kelly Macanacanacanini moved to Mamaranac, New York? Then she would be Macanini of Mamaranac. Say that three times fast. Mamaranac. I can't even do it. Macanini of Mamaranac. <laughs> Mamaranac uh, Macanini. There, as I said it, Mamaranac Macanini. But she won't. She's a uh, hostile Tampa Bay housewife. But she should go back to her uh, baseball-playing husband and just leave us all alone. You bitch, you slut, you whore. Oh, I almost forgot. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, oh, we have so much to be thankful for here. Well, well, Biden did get elected. But... A little gassy and there's just no sign of it letting up. Well, it smells like somebody had a tin full of Underwood ham. Well, it comes from the turkey and potatoes and the candy yams. My farts smell like butterscotch. While you're passing the peas, you're passing something else going crack, boom, bam. I just farted. G-A-S Thanksgiving Day. G-A-S Thanksgiving Day. G-A-S Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> yes, I do have gas. I feel like I might shake a fart loose. Well, it's a crack from your chair and kind of an embarrassing sound. Stop the farting. Yeah, when everyone over eats, the sound is coming from all around. Sorry. There's Auntie Sue and Uncle Jim and Grandpa Charlie. Mama 
mom and dad, little sister, grandma Molly. Spotlight on your own seat with the family crowd. Gas Thanksgiving Day. Ah, someone open a window fast. Hey, G-A-S Thanksgiving Day. G-A-S Thanksgiving Day. G-A-S Thanksgiving Day. Oh, God, she farted it went down my throat. One time, he farted an entire plum. Sometimes even I get constipation. You think you got constipation? It's like I've got a turkey-flavored bowling ball up me that won't come out. Oh. X-Lax gives you gentle relief, regular for a little help, and maximum strength, too. Oh, I can feel it working. Oh. X-Lax, for regular people who sometimes aren't. It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. been listening to the Brit Summer Show, coming at you, recorded, on Skyhawk Radio, FYI Nation, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, TheBritSummerShow.com, and of course, SoundCloud. But that's going to be a wrap for this week. Like I said earlier, I'll be out of town. I'll be back. As soon as I'm back, I'll get another one out. I'm sure there'll be plenty more to talk about by then, and I'm pretty sure that... Uh, the diaper Don will have handcuffed himself to the uh, resolute desk. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I'm going to go to jail. Well, we can only hope. Everybody have a nice Thanksgiving holiday if you can, if it's at all possible. Wear your mask. And that's the way I see the world from here. So until next time, this is Brit Summer saying, Hey, Chuck Grassley, how's that Trump loyalism paying off for you now? <laughs> won't see him no more. you find the fun. Radiates around the Brit Summer Show. Stay tuned or you're gonna miss it. You're gonna miss what's happening every day. You're gonna miss all the hits that the good guys play. So make sure you don't miss what's swinging your way. Just stay tuned to the WMCA. Complexion, complaining about their lack of affection. Big fat girls who go on a talk show think they look okay that way. Big fat girls who go on a talk show, all of them looking for a man to please. That doesn't mind the smell of body cheese. Big undeniable fat girls on a talk show. 
Looking at the menu on the wall of the Walmart diner and orders it all. Won't exercise her diet, can't take the chance. She just got a brand new pair of green stretch pants. Wants to be a fat girl on a dog show. She's so huge, has her own zip code. Typically fat girls on a dog show. Need a gym scooter to get around. Weighing in at over 300 pounds. They want to be a fat girl on a dog show. Fat girls on a dog show. Fat girls on a talk 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 show.